0: Very early on, I was in contact with Fernwood, Brazilian Butterfly, Brazilian Beauty. Right from the very go, I said, I don't want your money. I want their voice. What are they going to do to help us to share the dignity that's not just involving money? And I say the same thing to the governments. I don't want your money. I just want to talk to you. I want you to be part of the solution. And how do we do that together?
1: Hello and welcome to Marketing to Mums, the podcast, the show which helps marketers, business leaders and entrepreneurs sell more effectively to the world's most powerful consumer, Mums. Each fortnight, we bring you a deep diving interview with a marketing specialist from around the globe who can help you gain insights about this influential consumer. Let's hear from our host, Katrina McCarter.
2: Hello listeners, it's Katrina McArthur, your host. In today's episode, we speak with Rochelle Courtenay, the founder of the wildly successful not-for-profit organisation called Share the Dignity. In this episode, Rochelle talks about how she harnessed the power of mothers to launch her charity. Share the Dignity, which has been responsible for distributing more than 1.5 million pads and tampons to homeless women throughout Australia. Rochelle shares with us three key ways Share the Dignity has been successful in creating a movement of mothers and why mums have responded so favourably to their cause marketing efforts. Specifically in this episode, we explore how Share the Dignity started and we talk about why mums have engaged and supported cause marketing efforts. We talk about how charities can collaborate with brands for mutual gain, and I will say Rochelle has got some outstanding collaborations uh, that she's negotiated. And we talk about the importance of media in growing a community and a movement. And Rochelle shares tips for improving marketing communications with mothers. So I hope you enjoy listening to Rochelle's very inspiring story and her tips on harnessing the power of Cause Marketing Amongst Mothers to create a movement. Welcome to the show. Rochelle. Now we actually met back in 2015. You had just launched Share the Dignity and I am so excited by all the things that you and your team have actually been able to achieve in really such a short period of time. Today there are three things that I'm really keen to explore with you. Uh, Community building amongst women, cause marketing and brand collaborations. Now, uh, Rochelle, we've actually got quite a lot of overseas listeners who may not be familiar with your charity. So just to get things started, could you share with us a little bit about the story behind Share the Dignity, how it came about and what you're trying to achieve? Share the Dignity started in uh,
0: March of 2015 when I read an article that talked about how many homeless women there were in Australia. And at that stage, there were 44,000 homeless women without somewhere safe to call home. And while that I find that extraordinary in itself, what I read further blew me away and really changed my life forever. It talked about how they were using socks, newspaper, and what up toilet paper to deal with their period? Because like you and I, they got their period when they were homeless, but they had no funds to be able to buy the sanitary items that you and I take for granted. I started collecting in my local area, but then I had my own personal training business and photography business. So I asked all of my female clients to bring along a packet of pads or tampons for every wine they had that month. And uh, I did okay with <laughs> my Um And so we collected 450 packets of pads and tampons in our local community of 4017, a place that I'd lived all my life. And we gave them out to five different charities. They it's not like we're giving a woman a warm jacket and it keeps her warm for years, though. It's a monthly problem. And it wasn't long before we had no pads and tampons left and we had a domestic violence shelter who contacted us and said, please, can we have some more pads and tampons? And I was like, okay, no worries. We'll do another call out and we'll go again. It was then that it actually went quite viral. M. Rusciano, a Melbourne comedian, picked it up and went, oh, like everybody else, I've never thought of this. This is embarrassing. How can this be happening in Australia? And it, and it did. It just exploded and at that point I really just wanted to collect pads and tampons and give them out to women in need but little did I know I needed to have a board of directors and a constitution and a licenses and permits in every state and I really just started to then think about right how do I how do I do this properly and we collect in April and August of every year we've now collected 1.5 million packets of pads and tampons to give out to to women in need and that's where the core of Share the Dignity started.
2: That is absolutely awesome. It has been so wonderful to watch and, and participate in and hear mums talk about this online all the time. What are some of the key campaigns that you run each year? I know that you just spoke about that you do collections twice a year. I'm aware you do some other activities as well and I'd, I'd like to uh, our listeners to understand what they are.
0: So we do, in April and August, we do what we call our Dignity Drive. So that's where we put out collection boxes all over Australia. So there's more than three and a half thousand collection boxes that go around in Coles and Chemist Warehouse and beauty salons and gyms and everywhere around Australia. And we try to get as many pads and tampons as we can donated. Then we also uh, do a Christmas appeal called It's in the Bag. And It's the much-loved Christmas campaign of Australia at the moment. So it's where women around Australia fill a pre-loved or a new handbag with life's necessities, sanitary items, shampoo, conditioner, toothbrush, toothpaste, deodorant and soap. Now, they're the cause and the very basic of necessities that I believe that every woman should have. And then whatever else you put in your bag is simply up to you. So you can put in there makeup, scarf, notepad and pen, jewellery, or movie voucher, coffee, coffee cup, water bottle, all those sorts of things that, you know what, when a woman is fleeing domestic violence, she takes nothing but a kid's and, uh, and a hope for a new, safer life. So ensuring that they, one, get a Christmas present is really important, but ensuring that they just get the basic essentials like toothbrush and toothpaste it means so much to somebody is really important. So there are major campaigns. I also in, invented a vending machine, which is a world first. It's a vending machine that dispenses a free period pack. It makes It's different because it's free as a vending machine, but it's also different because it has a timer, timer mechanism and telemetry on it. So the machines are installed. We have 90 machines in Australia installed and another 10 on the way. The machines dispense a period pack that has two pads and six tampons and then once you press the button we have the timer delay on them because I had this dream in the middle of the night one night that they were all over a school floor and I thought how could I stop that and that was as simple as putting that mechanism in to put a in some in schools we put a three minute timer on them but in homelessness hubs they're, they're normally a 10 minute timer just to stop wastage but we You know, in all of the vending machines that we have installed, we've never had any vandalism. We've never had anything go wrong with them. We're really, really lucky because there's no money in them. Unless you want pads or tampons, there's nothing there for you. So we do those are the major things that we do. But then we do three major events a year to be able to fund the work that we do
2: as well. So what are those three major events? Yes, yeah, so there is,
0: if nobody knows, there is a day called World Menstrual Hygiene Day. And we picked that up and very early on I thought, oh, you know what? Women love to get together and show support for something that they're really passionate about, but we also love a good afternoon and good at high tea as well. So we have a high tea that takes place nationally around Australia. The um, high tea is based around World Menstrual Hygiene Day, but for us it's about celebrating the work that Share the Dignity does. We often have women who we've helped through share the dignity come along and speak some of the charities that we work with people who can help people understand that the work that we do and the way that women support it and connect both of them all the while while women are enjoying each other's company so we also do yoga for dignity so all over australia yoga instructors donate an hour of their time and then you and i pick our closest location pay twenty dollars turn up to the yoga and we all get to Downward Dog and Unite for every woman and child without a bed that night. And that's a really, really powerful day. It really has some beautiful karma around it. And then we've just finished Run for Dignity. So Run for Dignity was a, is a virtual run. So all over Australia, you can sign up to walk, run, skip or swim throughout the month of October. And you're the person who's in charge of I'm going to do 50 kilometers this month, or I'm going to do 100, or I'm going to do 10. Whatever it is, is your commitment to a woman who is really without the very basic essentials. And then we have our It's in the Bag Christmas cocktail party, which is happening this weekend, which is always the first Saturday of our It's in the Bag collection. And that's just about, again, just uniting women and Knowing that when they come together, incredible things happen, and to be able to share the dignity at the same time was, is, a, is a bonus and share some of the stories from It's in the Bag.
2: Before we continue with the podcast episode, I want to tell you about our podcast sponsor, Cooperate. Cooperate is a powerful marketing technology platform that allows marketers to visualize your brand's customer journey, deliver great content at each stage of that journey, and see how it all performs, all managed from one centralized location cooperate has been built by marketers for marketers i've actually had the opportunity to see the platform in action and i genuinely think it's worth taking a look at if you're a marketer managing large brands which want to attract more mums. now let's head back to the podcast I actually had the pleasure of watching your presentation because I know that you're recently back from Miami where you presented at the IWF World Leadership Conference. Now, I was pretty blown away by some of the statistics that you mentioned in that presentation. Can you actually share with some of our listeners some of the key things that Share the Dignity has achieved since you launched three and a half years ago?
0: Yeah, look, we've collected 1.5 million packets of pads and tampons, which has what we call the street value of of around $7 million. We've collected 250,000 It's In The Bag Christmas donations, which for us, we give them a very conservative value of $50, so of each bag, which means that we've collected... Nearly thirteen million dollars worth of kind donations to be able to pass directly onto a woman in need. So just those two things are over twenty million dollars in three years that we've been able to pass on directly to women in need. We also have three and a half thousand amazing women that we call sheroes that make this magic happen in their neck of the woods. So I certainly can't share the dignity in, in Bendigo or Launceston or. Ballarat, but I shortly know that I have these amazing women called Shiro's who make it happen. We work with 3,200 charities around Australia and we have also collected over 3,000 menstrual cups and have 90 vending machines installed in two th- up to 2018 with 10 that will be installed at the beginning of next year and another 100 we want installed in poverty-stricken schools in 2019, which is our major goal.
2: They are phenomenal results. You know, I really take my hat off to you. Now, I really think that Share the Dignity has been success incredibly successful in three kind of key areas. Firstly, I think that the way you engage mothers to spread your message and actually support your endeavours has been really, really incredible. Secondly, I think that your collaborations with brands who actually support your cause make it really easy for mums to take action. And thirdly, you harness media very well and you've become a really high-profile charity here in Australia. If we were to look at that first point, why do you believe that mums have really engaged on en mass to support Share the Dignity over other charities?
0: Yeah, look, I think that's an easy one to answer because I think that there isn't a woman in Australia who wouldn't be empathetic to another woman or girl having to use newspaper in her undies to deal with her period so and it's a aha moment oh my god I've never thought of that but then there is the other side of it that there are so many charities and they need dollars to make their the work that they do happen we don't need those dollars we need you to actually physically go out and buy it and give it to us so there's that trust in the charity as well when it comes to you know, just whatever you give is goes directly to a woman in need.
2: Mm, I think I think you've touched on something really important there is that trust element. Yeah, you do do that very well in, in your very structure. If we were then to look at that second success factor, really looking at brand collaborations, what are some of the brands that you've worked with and why do you think they've been so eager to engage in cause marketing? You know, I guess my question is what what's in it for them?
0: Uh, look, very early on, I knew that I needed to connect with the brands that were already talking to the women that I needed to talk to. Because as I said before, I don't believe that there's a woman in Australia who wouldn't be empathetic to the work that we do and be able to help and use their voice to share it. So very early on, I was in contact with Fernwood. I was in contact with Brazilian Butterfly, Brazilian Beauty. All of those big brands, the chemists, the chemists hold so much power because if we made it really easy to donate, then people would do it. At the end of the day, we're all so time poor and a little bit lazy. So I look at it from how would I do it? You know what? If I was at a chemist and that box was there and I could just turn around and grab a packet of pads or tampons and drop them in, then that made it easy. Collaborating with the brands for them as a charity, we're probably we do have really good social media reach but we do have we are able to share great stories and connect the donor the corporate and the women in need really well as well and I think that's quite powerful because we have those stories that you know make it all just one big full
2: heart I say yeah yeah fantastic I mean I've seen I mean you must have worked with what 30 or 40 different brands
0: oh absolutely you know um, so Cotton On, Forever New, Adrift, major, uh, major brands in Australia that just all, I, and for some of them, there's nothing in it for them, but they really just wanted to help share the dignity and they really don't want to see period poverty in Australia and they want to be part of the solution.
2: Yeah, great. I think these brands also want to be seen to be supporting uh, what mums want. Uh, which which is that common goal.
0: Yeah, and, you know, right from the very go, I said and I say to them, I don't want your money. I don't just want their money. I want their voice. I want their what are they going to do to help us to share the dignity that's not just involving money. Money, though, has been secondary. So money has come from those things, but I've been very upfront with knowing that I didn't want... I, I want to talk to you. I don't want your money. And I say the same thing to the government. I don't want your money. I just want to talk to you. I want you to be part of the solution. And how do we do that together?
2: Yeah, yeah. Look, I think you do it incredibly effectively. And that's why we've got you on the show so that, so that you can share that with, with a whole lot of marketers. One thing that you've done really well is harnessing media. You've got a really high profile yourself, and also the ongoing publicity that you have with Share the Dignity. I mentioned this morning on over the breakfast table with my 15 year old that I was going to be talking to the Pad Lady, and I was famous uh, for for actually having the opportunity to speak with you. And you know, only last week I actually teach the digital marketing certificate for Adma, and I have a, a number of very big brands in there and uh, I often cite you as an example in terms of brand collaboration and one of my students works for a very, very large brand and she came up to me after class and said, you know, can you please make make an introduction for me? We really want to get involved. So my question to you is how important has media been in raising awareness of Share the Dignity and making you a really attractive collaborative partner?
0: I think if I can just take that back to to you actually even having a conversation about me and the work that we do has been the most powerful thing that shared, has ever happened to share the dignity. I think that when when women are passionate about something extraordinary things happen. So going to every networking event that I that is on the cards that I can physically get to is has been the key. Speaking to people, I think the media are interested because the story resonates with so many people and our social media has such a powerful I mean I sat down with somebody last week and they and I don't even have time to look at our social media rankings but I know that as a charity we have one of the biggest social media followings and engagement in Australia and does the media want to share that story and be part of it because at the end of the day the media has a job to do and that's to sell their magazines or get interaction on their page as well. We also give them good content, you know, when we're doing It's in the Bag and we're sharing stories about how a woman's fled domestic violence with nothing and is pregnant in a domestic violence shelter and receives a bag and that's all she's got. They're great human stories. As well as, you know, we've I, strategically the removal of the tampon tax was exceptionally good for Shared Dignity. While that took so many hours for me and our team to make come to fruition. You couldn't have bought those hours from a marketing perspective either.
2: Yeah. Actually, Rochelle, can I just jump in there? We've got a lot of overseas listeners. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, look, uh, when Australia introduced the GST on all goods, unfortunately, sanitary items were then blacked with a, with a 10% luxury tax, <laughs> a luxury for our pads and tampons. How lovely. So, for, for nearly 20 years, people have been, women have been lobbying and uh, rallying to try to get this tampon tax removed and it was such a ridiculous argument even for us to be having in 2018 so I knew that when we started three years ago the tampon tax really annoyed me and so back then I remember meeting with Wayne Swan who was a former treasurer and saying how do I get this removed and he, and him saying oh you'll never get that happening anyway so we did a little bit of an investigation and that led to me working out how could I strategically do it and do it differently to how it's ever been done before. Because if we kept doing the same thing, we were gonna keep getting the same results. So I I worked with the university here and some legal students, and they prepared this 75-page document. Everything that I needed to know about the tampon tax, how it was removed in other countries, how it was bought in, what could we do should the government not listen to us like a class action suit. Because in Australia, They're actually classed as a luxury item. They're taxed like a luxury item, but yet they are full under the Therapeutics Goods Association Act. So then that means that they're deemed medical. So which one is it government? Which one are we doing? You can't have it both ways. So I met with our former leader of Australia, Malcolm Turnbull, early in January at a politics at the pub and asked him if he thought it was fair that our tampons had a GST. And he said, in his words, oh, GST is a broad-based tax and I've heard no noise or enthusiasm from anybody in the States. And I was like, oh, my God, women have been carrying on about this for so long. That is such a disrespectful comment. But it put this huge fire in my belly. We had to file this federal petition which required 100,000 signatures in 30 days. And we did it. We smashed that and we now have the most online signed petition Australia's ever seen. That came with some media attention. It came with the attention of the Labor Party, came with the attention of um, the Greens who had always been trying to push it. So it's been a year of meeting every politician. But we also, most importantly, gave all the tools that we needed to give for all of those women in Australia who thought as passionately as we did about the removal. So we made sure that they had copy-paste Pieces that they could send to every Facebook page of every politician if they wanted to. We had emails so that it was stock standard. All they needed to do was copy paste it. After they'd signed that, we kept that momentum going and we really, really kept pushing until we'd all been heard. And as we know now, the tampon tax will be removed from the 1st of January and it has been a lot of work and it has been an exceptionally gratifying year when it comes to that because I think that it's not about the money, it's really about equality.
2: Oh, look, Rochelle, on behalf of women all over Australia, thank you. We are just delighted at how you have championed this and seen real change, effective change.
1: Need some help attracting more mums to your brand or business? Marketing to Mums can help you. This marketing and research consultancy founded by your podcast host, Katrina McCarter, can assist you. Marketing to Mums can identify gaps and unmet opportunities, undertake research to determine who your most profitable mum segment is, and help you create a strategy to gain a commercial advantage in the marketplace. Email hello at marketingtomums.com.au to find out more.
2: I want to just change tact a little bit here. The Marketing to Mums podcast is really uh, targeted at helping marketers succeed in connecting and engaging with mothers, and it's something that you've done extraordinarily well. What three or four tips would you share with marketers who are looking to improve the way that they communicate with mothers?
0: Oh, that's a
2: tough one.
0: Uh, for me, it's about engaging fans. So whatever product you have, you have to have raving fans. And you if you're making them be your voice for you, then you can kind of sit back and drink painted Coladas, right? <laughs> I know, I, if only. You know, like i I, I don't know if you've ever read it, but I remember reading Raving Fans, this book oh, God, must have been 20-something years ago. And I loved it. And I thought, you know what? Every client or every person should be a raving fan, whether you've got a charity or you've got a personal training business or a or, or, my, or a photography, but it doesn't matter. They should all be your marketing and your advertising because it doesn't cost you any more than great service and a great product.
2: Interesting. I think I would probably add to that is I think that uh, Share the Dignity shows great empathy. And I think that really assists in terms of connecting and engaging with mothers, and uh, it's something we we see lacking in a lot of brand communications here in Australia. And I think it's it's something that you do particularly well.
0: Yeah, and honesty. I think I think that there's a there's always room. I mean, if you look at our social media and our writing, I write it. I've tried to have writers write for me they don't write in what I call my bogan from Brighton voice. You know, it's just <laughs> this is how it is. It's real. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, you know, I, I could get, I got up this morning and it's like, oh, my God, today it, for me is like Christmas Day because it's it's the first day of It's in the Bag. The kindness of It's in the Bag begins, you know, and that kind of thing resonates with people, I think.
2: Absolutely.
0: And, you know, when we mess up, well, you know, I had to do a video the other day that I hated doing because I'd ordered some medals and I didn't, double check them and they had 2019 on the back of them. I did a boo-boo, <laughs> but we're ready for next year. So do you know what I mean? Just that kind of honesty. Does that happen in big corporations? They don't. They try to cover it over.
2: Okay, so some really good tips there about being real and, and empathetic, I, I guess. What about in terms of sharing some tips with marketers who might be considering engaging in cause marketing? Would you have some, any kind of advice for them?
0: uh really just keeping it keeping it real and just knowing who your client was I know I know who share the dignities audience is and I do that really well if I wanted to go and market to men I don't do that very well so you know in in that instance it's about having to surround yourself if you don't do something very well then you need to surround yourself with people
2: who do okay so if someone was if a brand was wanting to uh, approach a charity are there particular things that they should be thinking of when they start discussions with that charity
0: you know one of some of the things that I do is always a personal phone call because there's always so many, and different businesses like to offer different things to another business I don't like them all to be the same I think that they need to stand out in their own in their own way and what is it that that what that is you know like I sat down with muffin break and while they could have just given money I wanted them to have something different and I was like why don't we do a dignity muffin you know like get eat that share the dignity do you know what I mean so that campaign came up with ten thousand dollars and people hashtagging it and talking about it not always is it about the money for us it's about the voice and and how we can be top of people's
2: conversations. Mm, and I'm also hearing then very strongly the importance of being different with yeah. every kind of activity as well.
0: And that's key for me because You by uh, Kotex does something completely different to Cottons, which do completely different things to Libra. What do they all do? They help us end period poverty, but seen in somebody else's eyes and seen in our eyes, they help different arms of the charity so we can tell different stories about their product.
2: Okay, great tips. Now, if listeners wanted to learn more about Share the Dignity or if they wanted to collaborate with you, what's the best way for them to connect?
0: Yeah, the best way is to head to our website. Everything about Share the Dignity is on our website and so is my email address. The best way to to contact me is to shoot me through an email and and tell me a little bit about yourself and I, you know, then look forward to, to calling them and having a conversation about how we together can make a difference to women in need in Australia.
2: That's wonderful. And just for our listeners, I'll make sure that they go into the show notes so you don't have to look around for those. I'll I'll have direct links Rochelle, the Pad Lady, it has been a great pleasure to speak with you today. I really wanted to wish you continued success in uh, in your in achieving your mission, both here in Australia. And I do wonder whether you, you might uh, to spread this on a global front. Has that been something that you might have considered?
0: Yeah, it's something that we're looking at now, especially after coming back from Miami and having so many passionate women who want to also share the dignity in their country. So, I have more meetings around how 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 we're we going to make that magic
2: happen. Mm, I can certainly see it on your radar. Yeah. <laughs> Rochelle, thank you for being part of Marketing to Mums the podcast. Thank you so much. Uh wasn't that a great story? I absolutely never tire of listening to the power, one person. how they can really make a difference and hasn't Rochelle made a difference in this space I really love her insights and for anyone looking at marketing partnerships or collaborations I think that there are so many learnings that can be gained from Rochelle and the great work that she has been doing with collaborating with big brands across Australia and her ability to really create that community and movement around her cause so I, I hope you enjoy that as much as I enjoyed interviewing Rochelle. Thank you for listening to Marketing to Mums, the podcast.
1: You've been listening to Marketing to Mums, the podcast, the show which helps you drive sales and profit in your organization by developing a deeper understanding of the world's most powerful consumer, Mums. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and a review and tell us what your key takeaway was or who your favorite guest was and why. If you would like to get the show notes from today's episode or any of the links mentioned, all you need to do is head to marketingtomums.com.au forward slash podcast. Don't forget to sign up to receive an email to let you know when the next episode is released. Thanks for listening.